you do like more extensive reporting on your podcast, uh, QAnon Anonymous, but for people who haven't kind of listened to the episode yet, maybe we can start there. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, I heard that there was a drag queen story hour planned at the Millennium Library uh, in the city that I live in, which is Norwich, and that there were <clears throat> protests planned. Um, and I was kind of aware of the character of these protests because they've been happening up and down the country and they have been attracting, I guess you would call it a kind of motley crew, really, mm. of... Mm you know, far right groups, uh, white nationalist groups, like patriotic alternative, but also there's a heavy anti-vax presence. In fact, I just saw a live stream of one in Reading yesterday, which had Piers Corbyn uh, attending. Uh, We didn't get any big names like that, but there was an anti-vax presence uh, there. Um, And also there was a lot of, uh, well, there was three or four evangelical Christians there as Mm. well who had some quite like strange signs, you know, signs from people who have never really been to a protest before and therefore they're like quite confusing and hard to read. Um, and they were there shouting, you know, Jesus loves you and and things like that. So it was, you know, a, a kind of a cross, um, yeah. cross party effort at the Norwich one. And as far as I can tell, looking at the, oh, and also they had their, uh, their, own wannabe Andy No characters as well. There were two uh, video journalists uh, there, both with kind of far right sympathies, who had their um, cameras very firmly trained on the counter protest crowd, which was mm. uh, made up of the local community of anti fascist um, mm. people and also the kind of uh, LGBT and pride networks in Norwich as well. Um, and I looked at both of these these documentarians channels and they were they were tiny. Do you know they were very clearly uh you know hadn't hadn't reached that kind of peak that height of uh career that someone like Andy No has. Uh yeah. but they were quite clearly following in that model. They had their uh cameras on the counter protesters. One of them kept on trying to provoke the counter protesters, you know, yelling stuff like you're a bunch of nonces, yeah. you're a bunch of pedophiles, trying to you know, kind of zeroing in on, you know, the sort of young men in the audience or trying to get them to square up to him. Um, so that was interesting. It was interesting to see uh, mm. in, re- in real life that kind of, yeah, sort of strange, I guess, kind of post-pandemic, but also post-social media um, mm. kind of convergence of these groups uh, who I assume... Uh, mostly kind of found out the event was happening through cross-pollination on platforms like Telegram. Mm. Yeah, oh, That's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask, do you have a sense of uh, where, of how this organizing is taking place? Is it, is it Telegram or is it kind of elsewhere? Yeah, I assume it's Telegram. Basically, you know, um, since, uh, yeah, since kind of all the major QAnon groups um, have been pushed off most mainstream social media platforms, um, but also during the COVID pandemic, um, there was a huge amount of pressure on social media platforms to kind of crack down on um, large anti-vax kind of uh, presences and groups. Telegram is kind of the chief organizing platform now for a lot mm-hmm. of those networks. Uh, which leads, I think, to some just like really interesting kind of uh, cross-pollination and user overlap, really, which mm. is why I think, I personally think that, um, yeah, you're seeing these kind of 
yeah, these sort of strange allegiances um, and over, yeah, something like Drag Queen Story Hour, which seems like it shouldn't really have much of a um, relevance to mm. anti-vaxxers or anything right like like that right um mm. but it kind of reflects i think the way that these groups organize themselves now and this kind of network that they find themselves all in where it's actually i think incredibly hard and maybe even sometimes unhelpful you yeah. know to say this is you know this is a QAnon concept, this is an anti-vax concept. Mm. Um, because the truth is, even if it may originate in one of those places, it will spread so rapidly now um, across those groups. It will just kind of go viral. Um, so this kind of understanding of Drag Queen Story Hour as a kind of threat to children, you know, mm. it, it just kind of spreads so rapidly throughout that network mm. that, trying to genealogize it while interesting um, may not actually help you in understanding why mm. those groups are there. Mm. Something that I've, something that I've noticed um, in response to this, and I, and I understand that it's supposed to be a kind of, it's supposed to be a sort of counter sort of counter protest, but it, it always strikes me as quite a kind of limp line of reasoning, um, which is, when people say like, oh, well, what about pantomime? What about pantomime dames? Do you mm. also think pantomime dames are grooming? Which I think is a mistake. And I think it's a mistake because it, it's again, agreeing to the terms that they have, that they have set because I'm sure there are some probably quite unwell in one way or the other people who have, who genuinely think that drag queens are, are are trying to groom their children i'm sure that's something that's like that's 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 real um but the vast majority of these people particularly the particularly organizers don't don't think that for a second it's it's organized it's organized it's organized action um and it's organized action with very enhanced uh intimidatory tactics so so doing a kind of doing somebody's little kind of quote tweet just like oh oh you also do you also think that pantomime dames are uh are, are groomers or do you also would you also not take your kids to the pantomime um is i think is a mistake because not only does it do a as we were talking about earlier a pretty fine job of further distributing um distributing the, the, these people's activities but it's also it's also not the point and there's no there's no sense i think in treating it like it is like it is a legitimate concern and like it is not a uh i think deliberate deliberately brutal intimidatory tactic and i don't think it's i don't think it's meaningless that uh this tactic takes place in in public libraries because we have basically we basically have so few uh, public institutions left and so and so little and so little uh, public space and everything that people talk about when they talk about um oh the stuff the stuff that we have it's all just stuff it's all just it's all just a kind of unsustainable rate of 
Western consumption and anything which is sort of more intangible, which is more uh, sort of spiritually and socially nourishing, like access to um, public outdoor space um, with proper with proper toilets, with proper toilets in it and access to access to libraries. Um, it's 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 more or less the kind of the last little bit that people that people are allowed and they have correctly identified that public institutions are a kind of good site of intimidation because they're so needed by people they're needed by communities and they're needed for any kind of uh any kind of rich and vivid life Mm. so i think and i think this is what i was talking about earlier when i said that i think we should avoid calling it a panic because that makes it because that gives it the veneer of not respectability and not even not even truth but it seeds it seeds the it seeds the ground when it comes to when it comes to uh, the terms of argument which is that well people are having a are having a panic about the effect that this is going to have on their on their children and it's it's sort of it's sort it's sort of a red herring to call it that and um one of the things that i've been thinking about a lot is that it is that it should be something that we think about more like that we shouldn't just use kind of casualized language and we shouldn't seed the like we shouldn't seed the terms and we shouldn't seed the ground in this way um 